Wilson Hall presents Strontium Dog with Nick Marsh as the referee. Um, do you want to play a game tonight, chaps? Yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. Now, all, I remember, all I remember is that we were supposed to be doing something with T-Bone Burnett. Uh, no, well, we, no. we had, in theory, uh, got a clue. Oh. Uh, we, we, I, I, think, I think you cut just as the interrogation was beginning, which is probably, probably best for you know, I think you people. Had, Hadn't you got him to agree to tell you something? I thought we cut just as the interrogation. You'd formidable presenced his oh, yes. chaps, and then you bribed him. You were offered to make a large donation to the Cornish Liberation Army. That was it. Yes, I have this six-foot-wide one penny. <laughs> Isn't that in the back cave? Um... Oh, that's a cent. Is it a cent? Is it a dollar? Anyway. It's just one cent is a penny. Buy... Forward to penny. But it was proper Rob Trevithick, yeah. Proper Rob, that's right. Um, okay. He slides the money down um, and uh, pushes it down over his, uh, his crotch pouch. Um, Sorry, is he a mutant or is he wearing like a sporran? I just, I, you not uh, that, as a that, mutant, That's not a not... question we can necessarily answer. <laughs> well, I'm just it thinking... depends how much of a physical exam you're going to give. But you're not twentieth second century fashion, obviously, as a, as a mutant. It's it's hard. They're excluded from GQ magazine, amongst many other things. Okay. So, so the main thing we do is have pouches and then add more pouches to the pouches. It's a pouch-heavy future. Imagine uh, a human pouch stamping on the face of humanity forever. To paraphrase George Orwell, um, entirely inappropriately, as it turns out, um, and perhaps slightly confusing by the looks on your faces. So I'm just going to rush over this bit. Um, he stands yep, up, recording now, <laughs> and turns round. Um, this way, I've got something to show you. Oh dear, not again. Right, I will... Uh, Where's the vicar? Ju- just make sure I've got all my equipment. The uh, the bodyguards are recovering from the double formidable presence that they experienced a few moments ago. Um, he opens a back door which leads out over onto a cliff over the sea. It's beautiful oh, scenery. <laughs> You're, you're isn't, that a bit, isn't that potentially dangerous in a pub? It's, it's all about. <laughs> what, the you, you think people might be pub. getting drunk here or something? This is a back door through the men's toilets. You know, it's, it's perfectly safe. And then there's a door out of the toilet. So, uh, which safe about a back entrance <laughs> in the men's toilet? Um, and there is a small launch pad about uh, about the size of a small uh, room. Um, if the room was the size of a launch pad. I, I realise now I've said that the rooms are quite variable in size, but imagine whatever room you're in now. And the, the bathroom is traditionally known as the smallest room, isn't it? So it's probably bigger than that. Okay, bigger than that. Nick, let me just give you the improvised panorama here. 
Roger, there's always someone complicated. <laughs> that is Roger fair, is yeah. demonstrating that he is actually outside. Well, I think, actually, Roger, as you've demonstrated the panorama, it is rather similar to that kind of... Uh, there is an outdoors next to it, and then there are there is a wall behind it. Um, and then well, there's, there's also a cliff edge. Uh, there is a cliff edge, and sitting on the launch pad is a small one-man... What's oh, um, Roger? Uh, yep. Dear, I think perhaps his, uh, his improvised panorama was too much for him. Yeah, that would be a, a really, really dull episode of um, Whose Line Is It Anyway if they were improvising an episode of Panorama. <laughs> Very frustrating. Oh, Panorama drives me. No, don't get me. Is it still on? Oh, I don't know. The, the, the last time I watched it, it was um, almost as if they were making a huge fuss about nothing. Oh, surely not. Am I back by then? Um, Roger, uh, you're still muted. Ah. How about that? I, was your yeah. improvised panorama too much for your... Um... Yeah, it looks as if it uh, lost the connection to the computer. If it's a separate camera. Oh, sorry to hear that, Roger. Um, I can tell you're heartbroken. Anyway, there... I, I heard all of that, so... Okay, okay, cool. And uh, we're all recording still and everything. Um, there is a small one-man... Uh, light speed uh, zipper, they call it. It's, it's um, any of, any of you with any kind of piloting skill, which I believe is Giorgio. Well, I've got pilot spacecraft, so. Prane. Well, it's uh, oh yeah, and Prane. You both recognise these as they're kind of glorified escape craft. They they have got um, some hyperdrive capability, but it's very cramped in there. You, you wouldn't go any length. Yeah, you wouldn't go for very far. Um, he gestures at it. Here, this came back on automatic pilot a couple of days ago. From where? Man of his word was T-Bone. I, I don't know. I, I'm no good at navigational systems. But he gave mind, me enough money to hire it. Uh, be my guest. Let's uh, check the, um, oh, it'll be called the Navicom or something, or... Hi, I'm Eddie, your shipboard computer. <laughs> Number four cartridge. Um, <laughs> um, you open the front. So it's basically a wedge-shaped thing. Does with anyone a... have computers, navigation, or anything useful? Because this, I can't do an intimidating stare on, on, on <laughs> And this, this may have stymied my investigative ability. I, I, I can feel... try to persuade it. Yes, I can persuade. Good, good. Spatial weapons, I see. Um, I think pilot uh, at a minus uh, minus two might be fair enough. As it, yeah, it's basically a wedge-shaped ship. You open the front right up. There's room for one person sitting in there. There's very limited toileting facilities. Uh, that's a roll of four in total, then. Right. Okay. Uh, you're not really familiar with this model. Um, Can I have a go? Yes, of course you can. So what are you trying to do? Basically, Find out see where it's, it's been. Okay. Find it, yeah. so, I hired this out to him. Nine. That's fine. You need eight or more. Okay. Okay, while, he, uh, while you're tapping away at the, the navcom, um, you're right, that's exactly what it's called. Um, I, I hired this to T-Bone. Um, he, said, he promised me that he would set it back on automatic. But this thing basically flies in automatic. There's not a lot of um, room for an over, really. Um, 
he must have been in it a little while because it needed um, some cleaning out when it came back, I'm afraid. But he was good to his word. He sent it back on automatic. You have a tap through the navcom, and about two weeks ago, this took up from Kerno. Took off from Kerno. One of the advantages is that they can slowly and uncomfortably make it through an atmosphere without triggering too many alarms. They're not huge. Um, and uh, you'd have to have quite a sensitive planet-wide system to, to register it, which probably New Britain does, but a lot of planets would. Um, so he might well not have been spotted when he landed. Depends where he went. He probably would have been spotted coming back on automatic pilot, but... Um, he not, wasn't necessarily in it, then, was he? Exactly. Um, it took off about a week ago. It travelled to a planet in the Bovis system. The Bovis system? The Bovis system. I'm spotting a trend here. Would this planet look like the picture that we um, found in his room? Ah, so you take your picture out um, and then you have a, another tap away of the, the database. And yes, it looks very similar. Bovis 3. Now... If it was me doing this, what I'd have done is laid a trail of breadcrumbs like a, you know, hacked navcom and uh, picture in the world that would mean that anyone on my tail went off to this ridiculous planet somewhere, and I would be in Somerset, for example, or Scotland. Um, proper Rob crosses himself, as you mentioned there. Forbidden word. Uh, however... It's the sign of a pasty. Do we... Then again, how smart could this guy be? Well, smart enough to get out of jail. Plus, he's got other people on his side. So, it's you know, do, can we find any more info? Proper up leads back against us? the wall, uh, which buckles a little bit, and he jumps off because uh, it's against the cliff. You haven't you met this, pro, uh, this um, T-bone, have you? Not yet, but we are hoping to. Not the sharpest steer in the urge, you might say. Have you ever practised in that one? Kept it uh, no, that's what, more of what you'd call spontaneous. <sighs> but not what you'd call wit. Right. So right, you, get off my like, land, you he's, a, he's more of a doer than a thinker, is that what you're saying? So, um, oh, and, well, did, proper, did, we, did we establish if um, pro, proper Rob um, broke out T-Bone? I did. I mean, you're not strontes, you're not police, are you? Oh, God, no. No, no. We don't give a flying (laughs) No, the the police generally have to arrest people. Um, I did. He was a fellow visionary. I could see that. His cars is different to mine, but he respected mine. And I respected his. What was his call? Well, animals, wasn't it? It's got a head like a cow. Yeah, but that, that's... I mean, what about animals? I mean, Prane here, oh, I you may notice, has got a head like a mantis, but he doesn't particularly oh, go... I thought he looked a bit angular. It's, it's, it's not I thought he jump. just shaved funny. Very very big glasses he's wearing. Um, Looks like my brother. But, you know, he doesn't go around freeing the insects everywhere. Well... In fact, it has no impact on his life at all, except he's a bit cautious about who he sleeps with. Other than that, Mm-hmm. A, a look of distaste passes over proper Rob's face as he considers well, exactly. very briefly the concept and, and you notice him glance down at the, the floppy human-shaped knee. Hello there! 
head, they... head pops up and gives him a wink. Oh, that too. And then he, he shakes his head as if to dislodge some unpleasant mental image. Um, well, I, he, well, he was all into his, um, what, what do you call it? Animal rights, liberation. It was all about freeing him. Animals should not be kept in a cage, he said. Nah, free range. That's better, yeah. And he yeah, ends well, up in a cage himself, which is kind of ironic, really. Well. Yes, indeed. He's not a man given to uh, the subtleties of, of language and wit, so I, I suspect the irony would have been lost on him. Well, so... Uh, I dropped a few puns, didn't notice him. You've been branded a fool. Tried that one? No. Right. Watch yeah, the steering in this thing. You've you know. been given a bum steer, that sort of stuff. The stakes are high. <laughs> you know he's going to have a hit squad take you out in the next few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> they were real rib ticklers. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, so, assuming we don't do it first. But I didn't really have any beef with him. No, but so essentially he's just hoofed. He's not a man to mince his words. Yes, right. Anyway. So Good he, gravy, went, he, I... he went hell for leather. <laughs> wherever this place is. And you haven't seen hiding a hair of him since. <laughs> I know it's an unlikely tale. Yeah, indeed. Anyway, I mean, did you did you get on the Anyway, horse? look at this spaceship. There's not much room in it. Oh, stretching it now. You're perilously close to a cliff. Let's not forget that. <laughs> um, and I'm going to guess that if it comes to grappling, only one of us actually has a grappling hook. <laughs> Prey monsters can fly, can't they? Is that if Sherlock, if Sherlock Holmes and uh, Moriarty had gone over the falls the way you and I can end up going over this cliff now? They'd have both fallen to the deaths. But you see, if it had been me, grappling hook. We seem to remember Sherlock Holmes recovered from that uh, at the Reckenback Falls. Anyway, we've gone a bit off topic now. Well, Surely looks not. like you've found where he is. Hmm. Uh, so, is is he on his own, or does he have any minions? Oh, God. Oh. The uh, oh, Rob bows in the presence of a master. Um, <laughs> don't know, he went off on his own. Don't know if he had any contacts there. Oh, right. Well, burger this. Said, uh, he well, he we'll called it his paradise we... planet. Did you say no, burger this? No, of course not. Um, of course I didn't. <laughs> that would be a shocking thing to say. No, it no, would. No. It would indeed. Well done. A rare thing, almost. Oh. Oh. Well, assuming he's still alive, otherwise we're going to have to you know, engage the services of a medium... My brain's just constantly checking everything. <laughs> Are we alive? Is that no? I thought you and me were like that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, trust me, I have been friends with you now for quite a few years. Yes, you bloody are. <laughs> bloody. There you go. He'll, he'll be making a blue joke next. Um, so anyway, do we... Uh, yes, thank, thank you, thank you, Rob. And... Uh... <laughs> Is that is that what you wear when you stroll? In nothing but that you stroll into the bedroom. <laughs> I don't know where you came from, but it just makes me smile every time I see it. 
Yeah, it's like it's, a. It's a bit like a, tor- the... a torture used to have that had a, a, a sticker on the packaging that said "Feel me, I'm 100% rubber," and I found that far more amusing than I should have done. <laughs> One session left, I said. One session, yes. Yeah. And uh, we got together and had a chat and decided that that, that was probably <laughs> going to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so do we um, get ourselves out to this other system? Does that seem the logical thing? We move it on out. It's a. <clears throat> well, it's, it, a long... it, it, it's either that or Scar, Somerset, and Scotland. And that but wouldn't, that wouldn't that be very well done at all. I only picked them at random, you know. He could have been on, he could have been on the Isle of Man. Or... Oh, I thought that was another pun because scour is a term for cow diarrhea. But... Okay. No, I was relying on your mutant knee powers. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I only have superhuman intelligence. <laughs> but he's very quiet about it. He doesn't make, doesn't make, make much of it. No, no, you, you carry on. I'll just stand here with my superhuman intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder I wonder what uh, power would be most useful here. Superhuman intelligence or a chameleonic shit? Should, should we have a think about it? <laughs> Seems like the intelligence again, don't worry. <laughs> Number three cartridge. Um, <laughs> you can be as intelligent as you like, you're still flammable. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's uh, I, think, be I think it would be a reasonable idea. It's going to be an expensive dude just flying. At, plus, it's a planet. How are we going to find him on a planet? Because surely we have to presume that there's more than one person there with a head. Start at the North Pole, interrogate everybody we meet, continue to the South Pole. That is genuinely the plot of, of one of the stuff he has to search an entire planet. Pretty much does that. <laughs> what, okay. uh, what we could do, maybe, and I say this as someone who has no, no, no piloting skill, never mind navigation skill, is if this thing has a you know, show last destination, it might give us some coordinates to start from. Well, that's what um, Prime was was looking at, wasn't it? Where it, uh, yeah, I, d- I don't know if it's got enough detail to give us more than this planet. Ah, right. Uh, do you want another look, Prane? Or mm. let's have another pilot and roll. Uh, no, not so good this time. Only six, I'm afraid. No, there are some logs on there, but they're encrypted. Um, oh, I rolled eight, but then, of course, I've got a minus two. So. No, I'm afraid so. So, um, no. Fair enough. You're, you're all familiar enough with the computers. You could upload those logs to your yeah. Let's, um Okay, let's head off. We'll look at heading out there, and we'll put a call through to the local law enforcement and see if because um, he is after all wanted. Uh, see if anyone matching his description. This could turn out badly if everyone on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would at least give us a bit of warning. It would. It would, and we could avoid making any. You know. Inappropriate comments. And I mean, there is, having had at least a week to think of some. <laughs> there is faster than light communication, but it is not instantaneous. So it, it's quicker than travelling there generally, but it will still take a couple of days to get a message there and back. Yeah, that's why I'm not waiting till we arrive to give them a call. Right. Um, are we going to. Well, put passage on a, on a transport of some sort? Yeah. Mm, works for me. 
Something cheap yet luxurious is my usual uh, preferred method. Well, you can okay. have them cheap, or you can have them luxurious, or you can have them safe. But you, can, you can't really have all <laughs> a, a freightliner known, known for its plush holds. Because <laughs> I, I seem to remember we end up travelling as freight a lot of the time anyway. So, so what you're after is posh steerage. Basically, the thing is, it, I, I mean, in, in the in the comics, Johnny Alpha uh, does actually travel in uh, in first class on occasion. He does, he does he is uh, uh, only briefly because something terrible usually usually, usually <laughs> designed like or he's double crossed or the engine's yeah. blown up or something. You know, but you're but, right. But for a time, if you can, if you can afford it, we'll take your money. Well, you can uh, head back to Newquay Spaceport and right. see if you can. The you could. Um, Hire uh, a sort of charter a, uh, your own private ship. It, that would be quite pricey. Um, you're looking in the region of I don't know, uh, fifteen to twenty thousand credit. That's, that's why I'm thinking actually uh, just getting a liar or two. I'm know, trying to remember what to the find something direct. Well, this it's not so much. Was, but... Wasn't it uh, two fifty or five hundred? Two fifty, yes. If uh, he is dead, five hundred. If he is the opposite, so two fifty then. It's very pessimistic way of looking at that, that would take a substantial chunk out of our profit on this on this job. Yeah, yeah let's just get some tickets. Yeah. Uh, actually, they're, they're probably tax deductible. This is an expenses paid trip, assuming you. So not all missions are, but the people who are putting up the money will pay expenses to an extent. Probably not stretching to a chartered flight, but they'll probably pay you for your. Passage. Uh, there aren't really any luxury liners going. It's not really that sort of place. It I is. Didn't think it would be. It's uh, mainly you know, cargo freighters. Yeah. Okay. R- rarely hijacked space lines, Inc. <laughs> They're not particularly unpopular strontees on these things because they are pretty tough militarily, um, and people will think twice if there's a few strons on board. Um, so the, uh, it's not exactly work for your passage, but you, it, it's cheaper and. Although you do get the the shittiest cabins because you are um, pretty much some of the universe. Yeah, yeah. we, we uh, smoothed it into it, especially for you. It was clean before. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, you can find uh, if someone wants to roll a D three in a D three days, there is a, a freighter heading out for the Bova system. Three. Can, okay. Can nobody let me roll again ever? <laughs> in three days. Um, yeah, three Daves. Okay. Three Daves. Uh, Daves are... How are they measuring the units of time down here? The units of time in Kerno are measured in Daves. Hmm. Yeah. It could be worse. Okay, it could. Let's all <laughs> dwell on that for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I was going to say it could be Kylie's, but... Um... I, uh, you haven't been to the, the Oz sector, have you? Um... <laughs> Okay, three days later. Are you doing anything for three days? I mean, you can eat a lot of Cornish pasties in three days. No, we're we're not we're not going for the the ton challenge, are we? Yeah, and then of course um, at that point, then we then have the same problem that you had today. <laughs> um, of course, no, we probably wouldn't have that problem for some weeks. <laughs> but, the though great... the ton challenge isn't is in in this in the same universe, supposedly. Yeah. Uh, apparently, yeah. there were crossovers. There have been. Oh, yeah. They don't really make sense. Let's not. Uh, rather like Basil Expedition. Let's let's try not to think about that too hard. Particularly the fact that there's time travel in the tune. 
There's, um, um, there's a crossover audio Big Finish did with uh, Simon Pegg as Johnny Alpha and Toby Longworth as Judge Dredd. Uh, I, I haven't listened to them actually. I can't quite imagine Simon Pegg as strong team as, as Johnny Alpha. It doesn't quite work for me in my head. The other ones with the guy, I forget who he is, who plays um, Middenface McNulty, is very good. I, yeah, I can easily imagine. I the mean, bit, the bit where, so, where a student spills his pint, and you can just hear they're having this conversation in the background. You can just hear pint spiller and this pint going on. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's worth it. <laughs> anyway, um, right. so we'll get a ticket, get a stuff together, find out everything we can find out about this um, planet and system. Oh, yeah, okay. Is there a you know a global war going on or anything? <laughs> So is, is it a, a, an exclusion red zone? Um, uh, no, it, it, it's a small planet about the size of Mars. Um, it has a similar rotational period, about 25-hour days. Um, what do the aliens look like on it? They're not. It's human-inhabited. It was settled about 50 years ago. Really? Um, it has, uh, they're only really, uh, although it's a planet, there's only really a small area colonized so far. The main, uh, capital city that, or the, the main, the only city really on the planet, uh, it's called Prime Cut. Um, and that is, uh, a, a small, don't take that expression. <laughs> um, could this be taken to imply something about the economy of this world? It could be founded because... by the McDonald's. <laughs> do, they, do they have a king or more of a mayoral system, perhaps with a burger? <laughs> um, it, its main exports, if you look it up, is in fact, as you suspected, meat, specifically bovoid meat, because the main creature found on this planet are the um, cow analog called bovoids, quadrupedal creatures that look remarkably similar to Earth cows. They've only got the one head, of course, unlike uh, unlike Earth cows nowadays. Well, um, no. the, the, the um, eyeballs market had to be served. <laughs> uh, so, just to clarify the situation, a man who looks like a minotaur has headed off to a planet with a sort of cow equivalent, which has been turned into a giant abattoir by the settlers, I presume the McDonald clan or whatever. This makes our travel much more urgent. Yeah, the question is, who's under threat? Is he going there to basically liberate everybody and murder the human population? Or is he inadvertently going to turn up and we're going to find that you know, we probably shouldn't order the sandwiches on the way in? Yeah, if he gets killed by somebody other than us, it's much harder to claim the bounty. Well, we're going to have to prove it for a start, and I suppose we could try and, you know, buy up all the prepackaged sections of them. We can find. <laughs> yeah. uh, Desperate dad cow pie. I realise you may wish to pay an instalment, so we're doing the same. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, other salient facts: uh, population of the whole planet is about ten thousand, so it's it's really not very settled at the minute. It's uh, uh, yeah, it's basically small settlements. It's temperate, arid, um, small oceans, um, that sort of dusty, dry. But presumably he has got enough vegetation to... A lot of grass. ...to support uh, a cow equivalent. 
not huge amounts of vegetation, funnily enough. The, 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 the main vegetation is, is a tall bamboo-like woody growth. Okay. And is that what they eat? Or... Oh, you're looking into what they eat. Um, specifically, they surprisingly you bastard, are carnivores. They're carnivores. Carnivore. They... Right, we're going to a planet full of carnivorous <laughs> And occasionally, if they get hungry enough, cannibalistic. Hmm. This is, is this one of those stories curious, where at the end of it there's like a message about turning vegan because the guy, who, <laughs> the guy who wrote it had gone vegan and wanted to spread the word, as usually happens in a comic every few years. It's not like I'm a vegetarian or anything myself. It's even happened in Doctor Who. Has it? Oh yeah, yeah, the sixth Doctor. I haven't got around to him. I'm on the fifth. I don't know why I've taken the fifth. Sometime. Ah, oh, you should get in there. I will, I will. There's a bad rep, does Colin. Because oh, no. No, I'm not. Uh, no, to be fair, I, Colin having seen some of the original... If you see the original um, scripts, I've seen a couple of, before the BBC got their hands on them, there's some really good, really thought-provoking bits of pieces. And then the BBC um, editing department got hold of them. And it, it, was not, it was not his fault that his ex-wife hooked up with the controller of BBC drama. <laughs> my experience of I would uh, say very possibly every, I think every Doctor Who has been this Doctor's great I love him shit story though um, that's <laughs> my experience of every single Doctor Who ever except David Tennant who I didn't particularly like who had better stories I know I like David Tennant he got so messianic to one anyway. yeah but that's anyway. the whole point okay yeah let's draw back from uh, Doctor Who uh, it might be a, a we'll little have We'll have that argument where all, when we're, we're, all, we're, when we're actually playing. <laughs> we're actually playing. playing. <laughs> might, might actually be on topic. We'll probably talk about something else, though, like, you know, raising cattle. Dog. Um, three <laughs> days later, unless, you're doing, unless you want to investigate anything else, sorry, that was your investigation into the planet. Uh, I think, well, I mean, obviously we want to... Well, we, we, we can obviously go and see the local tourist leave. sites. That leaves us two and a half days. <laughs> <laughs> Been to Cornwall before. Unfortunately, they were all destroyed in the the war, which caused at least fifty pounds worth of damage to this part of the world. Sorry, sorry, low hanging fruits. Fifty pounds. They were all destroyed by the locals. Where as soon as a war started, they're like, "Great, this what a fantastic cover! Let's get rid of these sodding piskies." <laughs> <laughs> Either in the Great War or the dreadful Scone War that followed. <laughs> uh, no, not the Scone Wars. This is why scones are banned in this part of the world. Uh, yeah, you, you, you can still see the videos of, of the, the two sides with the flags, the, the red over white over, over beige <laughs> and the white over red over beige. Very good. Yeah. And of course, it, you know, it's, obviously, you know, it's a shame that um, Cornwall came out on top. I did, in this universe, Devon is, is, is a nuclear wasteland. Whereas Cornwall... It's happened been before. <laughs> anyway. They both got away with it, right to the point where somebody mentioned which way the cream. <laughs> okay, three days later, Freighter turns up. Um, you are put in your general cramped quarters and asked to stay there so as not to scare the, uh, the decent grud-fearing folk who uh, walk. I thought this was a freighter. <laughs> Maybe it means the crew. I still have a, a few passages. <laughs> worried that we might scare some of the electronic parts and 
There's still the odd passenger. It's, it's not a, a ship di- it's specifically designed for passengers, but there's still... Okay. You know, it's, it's the main way to get around. Yeah, fair enough. We're used to this. And the, the trip to Bovis 4 takes about a week. Um, it would have been similar on the zipper, so it would have been extremely unpleasant experience for yeah. people. Now, did we, did we get a response back from law enforcement while we were waiting for this? Or oh, yes, you would have done. Uh, what was your query? Trying to find out if this guy is being sighted. And uh, as a courtesy, to let them know that we're coming. Okay. Um, you... a, uh, a professional courtesy, shall we say. Uh, they don't consider you beauty scum professional, but uh, as there is a potential wanted criminal um, who should be fairly easy to spot uh, in their um, possible jurisdiction, they will do a search for you and hopefully have something ready when you arrive. Right, so he's he's not been he's not been reported at the time you send a message. Um, right, but that makes it more likely to me that he's. He's not planning to uh, settle exactly. I think he's going to try and wipe everybody out. Which sounds much easier now I know that he's got a load of potentially cannibalistic and certainly carnivorous cattle to uh, side with. Do we know what the bovoid uh, population of this world is? Uh, about 100. Less than it was 50 years yes. ago. It's it? quite a lot less than it was about 50 years ago. It's about 100,000. So about 10 to 1 versus the humans. Oh, it's funny you should say, yeah, so it's about that sort of ratio, yeah. Okay, all right. All right. Uh, I'll be filling up all of my ammo pouches. <laughs> <laughs> One uneventful week in hyperspace later, you find yourself in orbit around the Bovoid system, um, around the Bovoid uh, 3 system, uh, planet, I should say. Um in the Bovoid system. It's the only occupied world in this system um, uh, unless there's something covert that you don't know about. Um, I mean, are the others inhabited but not occupied by Terrans? There's five other worlds, uh, most of which are much closer to the sun than this one. This is a binary star system and uh, there are a few gas giants further out but that's actually quite Um, But this one is the the one in the, the Goldilocks zone. Uh, the only one in the gold block, so where water is liquid. Okay. Okay, you are... Um, they give you a lift down, because <laughs> they don't just drop you out in orbit. Um, they give you a lift down while they're I unloading. I think I packed a grav shoot, actually. <laughs> um, if you don't successfully complete the mission, the passage will cost you, between you, 3,000 credits. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. But it's claimable, that. Um... Oh, that's the, the most excited someone's been about a, um, a, a tax-deductible expense during it. I've just thing. been brought a glass of wine. Oh, right, okay, that's why <laughs> That's why you're interested. I, I thought that was a, a slightly... Um, okay, you uh, disembark, the freighter takes off, uh, and you are met... Uh, you have to go through the alternative passage uh, for muties only, Um where upon you are kept waiting for a couple of hours in a grey, dismal waiting room. The planet itself is uh, rather like Mars. It's small, dusty and red um, from a distance. As you get closer, there are patches of green on it, the occasional patches of blue ocean too, um, and you touch down in the the small... I mean, to you guys, you're not really used to big cities anyway, but um, Prime Cut is not. It's, it's more of a town than a city. 
it, it's fairly small. Frontier Town, you've seen quite a few of them in your in your travels. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you wait in this uh, officious side office, no air conditioning. It's quite warm. Um, and a small sort of uh, slightly scruffy man in a blue uniform with a red stripe down the side is wearing a hat that appears to be typical of the local law enforcement with some kind of badge that looks along those lines. You're the Strani's, huh? That's right. right. Yep. Introduce ourselves. He shrugs. Um, and uh, drops a uh, a little data chip on the table. That's how we could fig up, dig up on this fellow. Definitely been here. No idea of current location. Well, our jurisdiction don't extend much beyond Prime Cut. Prime cut. Yes. Prime cut. Is that right? Prime. Prime cut. Yes. Prime cut. Don't test my accent, boy. Just making sure I got the facts. Just want the facts, ma'am. Just the facts. (laughs) You don't want to see me when my accent breaks, Sean. Um. So, um, I've distracted myself now. I thought I was doing quite well with that accent, but there we go. Um, no, you were, sorry, I was just making sure I've got everything. Uh, right. Alright, where was I? I was very much, uh, in, um. Prime cut. Prime cut. Um, okay, seems this fellow did land. Took himself off to a higher graph car company. And left town. So he's hired a grav car. Okay, um, where would we find the uh, grav car hire place? Right here at the spaceport. Thank you kindly. I'll point you in the direction. He points over. There's a big green sign with panes over the top. See what I did there? This is quite clever. Genius. I mean, if you think about it, it's actually quite clever. No, it's superb. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Thank you. I only, I only did not laugh out loud. <laughs> my sides were split. Um. Hey, just one more thing, Strongs. I don't want any trouble down here. You do your job, you get clear. Well, indeed, but our, our job is to prevent trouble. I mean, I, I say that has, with almost a straight face. I've had strontium dogs on his planet before, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we're. Um, Less we're, trouble than what will happen if we don't do this. You just get your grunt down blood money and get out of my planet, all right? You scum. Excuse me. I mean, this this welcome is is actually a very convivial Tuesday in July to you. <laughs> um, okay, he points you over to the pain stand, which is basically a a, a row of uh, grav bikes. Mate, they're mainly single person grav bikes. There are a few larger sort of sedans and estates, land speeder types. So, uh, do we know what he actually rented? He, he hands you the receipts, which they have got, and it, there's basically an X at the bottom of it, and it was a single-person grab bike. Right. I'll Deposit of um, 5,000 creds, which has not been somebody there. So, uh, what's the range on one of these grab bikes? And do you have anti-theft trackers? You want to know about that? That cowboy! <laughs> Do you know, until I said that I think you coined a phrase there. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was here. She, you, he was hard to miss. 
Go on. I'm enthralled. <laughs> he uh, he had one of them their single person grab bikes headed off to the east. He points off in the direction which he presumes is east on this planet. Is that a he or a she? We can check that. Well, me? You can talk, you cow stick insect, you. Hello my uh, my knee com- my knee com- comes up and gives a little cheery wave. You're the creepiest. <laughs> that is so weird. That's weird. Um, I, I do love how every other mutation we've got is just, you know, trivial and can be yeah. overlooked just by pulling your cap down or not joining the Freemasons, except for that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, we're just wondering if you uh, might be able to point us in the right direction then, if there is a tracker on this thing. Or, well, um, I'm not sure if I can remember that. The old timer, for indeed this is what he is, obviously. Uh, ah. Leaned back in his rocking chair on his veranda in the oh, spaceport in the his, Rubbing his hand in a certain. <laughs> uh, let, let, me, uh, let me just see. I, I... Oh, where's that? Uh, where did I put that rat's ass I could get? Um... Well, it's funny because just... I, I got one of those too, son. Don't make no difference to me how you make your blood money. I'll, really, really. <laughs> so, if we just went into supplying cuts of meats, that would be okay with you, would it? I say gently, yeah, drumming my fingers along the uh, the Westinghouse. What? What do you want, Moody? Well, I don't want to cause any trouble here, and it would be a real shame for a fine, upstanding citizen like yourself. To get into trouble for aiding and abetting the wanted fugitive. Oof. Oof. I think you want to make an uh, influence role. You Unless sure? you want to stun him with your presence. What? Oh, what's influence? That's influence is a stat. Um, if there's a skill that you want to add to it, um, I guess. Deception. Oh, there it is. Found it. Sorry. Yes, I've got, I've got I think with deception. Um, I mean, I've got my um, formidable presence. Could that's Ooh. slightly terrifying, but you could you could. Yeah, uh, that'll just leave him paralysed and drooling, and he's close enough to that already. Mm, okay, Infl- so influence just gives me a lot of zeros. So am I basically? Yeah, yeah. Just tell me what you get. Would you like me to talk to him on the grounds that one, I've got a bonus of plus one with influence, and two, I've actually got the skill persuade. Yeah, I'll just stand there looking a little bit um, threatening, and you can step in. Whenever you're ready. You make an influence roll, John, and tell me what you make it by, if indeed you do. Yeah, I've rolled eight. Okay, you succeeded, so you can have plus one to your roll, my praying mantis companion. Okay. Friend, so... Colleague. More of a colleague. Okay, uh, well, I rolled nine. I've got a bonus of plus one anyway. Okay. Um, so that takes it to 11, I believe. That would be an effect of two, wouldn't it? Um, I believe. I believe it would. Okay, so rather than giving this uh, this man any money, you're just convincing. All right, all right. Do him a favour and keep him out of prison. I oh. don't want no trouble. I didn't know there was anything wrong with him. Um, well, we mentioned the fact that he's an animal liberation person and is looking to. What the out. hell? Incarnations and animal liberation poison. Poison to free the beasts. Crazy old sucker. He's got a head like a cow. Did you not think he might well, not be a run-of-the-mill rental? He was wearing a cap. 
Freeing him is All one right. thing, but but uh, you know, I know I've I've seen the old, the old documentaries. You need to arm them as well. Arm the arm the bovoids? Is he some kind of doomsday machine? Arming the flesh-eating bovoids? Um, hmm. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You just settle down there, partners. I'm going to hand you this here tracking device. I was going to use it myself because he ain't giving me that deposit back. If you could get my skimmer back, that'd be much obliged. We'll see what we can much do. Much obliged. There's a snake in my boot. Um, <laughs> you, have, you have any vehicles that'll take three? Oh, yeah, sure. One of those land skimmers. Very cheap rates, son. Very cheap rates. We'll negotiate on the way back. Keys? Ah, uh, now, now, hold your horses there, son. I already lost one of my vehicles. Mm. The one of you mutant types. I ain't gonna lose another one. You better give me some kind of deposit. I got lost in this accent. <laughs> I had a whale of a time. I, I get the feeling that whoever else we meet will also have this accent. There's, there's no coming back from it, is there? <laughs> The stranger tractor uh, of accents. We bump into Desmond Tutu and he sounds like Woody <laughs> from Toy Story. Um, now, how about you chaps? Chaps, that's not really appropriate for this how, accent. Uh, how much? How Fellas. Much 10, 000. 10, 000. That's a fraction it? of what the skimmer costs. Well, you get it well, back. Well, yes, that, that's the point of rental. How about eight? Ooh. I think I don't think you need to make a roll for that. That's a fair, fair bit of negotiating. I'm sure, son. Eight will do me. Do you take a check? I'm tempted to hand over eight credits, but uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hand over ten and then wait for the change. <laughs> okay, you hand him eight thousand. He signs you a quick rental agreement. He goes around it, marking off the. If you just mark off any lumps or bumps there, so we know when you bring it back. Um. I, I, I look pointedly at Blaze's forehead. Uh... <laughs> All right. Um, he has, there's ain't much overlap way. It's only uh, Steersville, really. Steersville. Uh-huh. Well, let's load up with enough rations. And what would happen so... at Steersville? Well, it's a, it's a small, uh, you know, what, what, what we call one of them ranching communities. They got a small, uh-huh. small abattoir there. Yeah, well, they... let's just hope some of them are still alive. Oh, I hope so. I, I got a cousin in Steersville. I don't like it much. Uh, right, okay. That that creates a slight moral quandary as to whether we put stick on account to save him then, does it? <laughs> Not to me, it doesn't. Well... Are we being paid to? Yeah, I think we could get a discount on the rental. Okay, let's... Uh, <laughs> I mean... His Let's wife, she's a tough old soul. Her second baby come out sideways. She didn't scream or nothing. She'd been dead a week by then. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good speed to you fine gentlemen. I mean, beauty scum. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies, forgot to spit. Um, okay, and he waves you off with a cackle. Right. <laughs> you enjoyed that far too much. Just that was the most fun I've had for weeks. Getting a little bit blazing saddles. <laughs> <laughs> Good. 
Good morning, ma'am, and isn't it a fine morning? Up yours, beauty! <laughs> um, right, well, okay, has anyone got uh, the ability to actually drive one of these things? Uh, it would be a drive skill. A drive you... skill? Somebody, got... somebody had drive, I can't remember. Yes, I've, wheel. Got I've got drive. Indeed. I've got drive wheeled. Um, right. Has anyone got drive grav? I've got drived, and I've actually not written it down. I think you meant to write grav. Now might be a good time to use the the, the grav bit. Yeah, write down the word grav at this at this very moment in time. Are you taking Jeeves along with you? Of course. It has been very quiet up until this point. (laughs) It's obviously if your GM can't sustain a um, posh butler accent in a in the middle of. (laughs) (laughs) If only we'd thought about it, we could have engineered. An in-depth conversation between him and the guy at Payne's. Unfortunately, it's too late now. Um, as you head off back. <laughs> towards Steersville, which is about um, 200 miles to the east, on this skimmer, it will take um, uh, probably three or four hours. Not very, not very. Okay. Think probably less than that. A couple of hours. Would it be quicker if I got out and pushed? It might. Um, right. Uh, the 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 old. Bent gentleman wanders off in search of more to drink. Bent. Oh. You did say Bent, that. Can I just make it clear? That I wasn't <laughs> implying that I'm an old bent gentleman. Okay. We, Nick, we've never accused you of being a gentleman. <laughs> Grav sled has been writ. Okay. Huzzah. We uh, don't want to prang this. We want that deposit back. No. Yeah, they, they'll, they'll prang probably get don't all... prang, boy. They'll probably get all twitchy about bullet holes, but hey, be used to that. Praying the Belcher Mantis is, is, your, is your driver today. Do you think there's a load of people who've regret, regretted saying to him, um, so why do we call you the Belcher? <laughs> 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 Okay, you skim over the dusty landscape, the binary suns um, beating on your backs as you you look out over the distant landscape. This is a planet with um, what they call macro geology, so the mountains are immense. The the, the the rabbits are huge. um, John Williams um, floating in the background. There is a bit of a a, a twin sunset um, thing going on here as your. uh, it's very picturesque, actually, is that there's the skimmer flies across past the camera with your kind of floppy human skin thing fluttering in the breeze in, in slow motion um, on your knee. Um, as you pass off into the distance towards Steersville. Okay, a couple of hours later, you arrive there. It's getting on, you think, for mid-afternoon at this point. Um, it's hard to tell because two suns and you're not sure if there's ever a complete sunset or, or quite what happens here. Before we do anything hazardous like, say, landing, I would just like to take a look at the situation in the town. Like, okay. Does it have any living people in it? There is no smoke rising from it from a distance, so that's a good start. Well, of course, it's the 27th not century. <laughs> There is an immense nuclear fireball over it, but there's, there's no smoke. Um, it's uh, a fairly, it's, it's 
uh, probably a one-horse town, though there's uh, quite a few more grab skimmers and, um, and, and speeders around. It's, uh, it's effectively a street with some ranches surrounding it. Um, there's things like a general store. There's a, a whorehouse, obviously. There's a tavern um, and uh, a, a tavern. What do you call it? Saloon. A saloon is exactly the kind of word I'm looking for. And there's a large, as you approach, there's a large, a, a little distance away, but you can see it because um, the horizon is, oh, no, it would be shorter on this planet. Um, mm. Fred, I, should, I might uh, make the planet bigger, just, <laughs> just for the purpose. No. <laughs> you the, all the, feel... There's a sort of swoop sound. And... <laughs> and you all feel gravity settle on you rather more heavy. No, um, you can see. I suppose in, it doesn't have to be spherical, does it? Yeah, it could be a cuboidal planet. Well, rush limit kind of points towards spherical-ish. Yeah, but not. It doesn't have to be completely spherical. The um, it's the an oblate could... spheroid. This planet the horizon could be potentially just a little further away than it should be. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, at the a few a, a little distance away from the town, there's a large corrugated steel building. Or. Um, Plasty steel, if you like, um, surrounded by kind of uh, uh, ranches and pens and that sort of thing. There are signs of life. There are people walking across the road. There's a, a sign saying "Open in the general store." There are not mounds of corpses and bloody people running for their lives. The sound of blaze of fire. Or anything. No, you don't notice any of that, and you are quite tuned into these sorts of things yeah. because they are loud and noticeable. Um, and we hear them a lot when we're around for some reason. <laughs> That's right. Can't imagine why. Um, outside the saloon, there is a man uh, with a blaster on his, on his uh, in his hand, actually, with his arms crossed, leaning against the leaning to the side of the door. Um, he he looks actually like, looks like the bouncer, then, not just some thug leaning casually. He's got a, a star on his oh hello. jacket. And as he bench. hears you approach, because if you're close enough to see this, unless you're trying to be particularly stealthy, um, he hears your the approach of your. Let's yeah, let's park up and fasten the reins of the grav car around the uh, <laughs> the railings. Your grav car takes a, a sip from the uh, the fuel trough that you <laughs> that you tie it up next to. Um, okay, yeah, you park in the grav park um, next to the saloon. The uh, the man stands up and looks you up and down, and particularly looks um, Prain up and down. Takes him a little while, but he does it. Hold the mutes! Hang on, hang on. How does he know? Well, I suppose it's the big strontium dog badge, isn't it? Well, you might not flash your badge, but he knows you're muties. It doesn't necessarily know I'm a mutie. Yeah, one of the tropes of strontium dogs used to be that people can pretty much <laughs> spot a mutie away. Yeah, yeah but very few of them are actually. Not a bit weird, like Johnny Alpha's got the eyes thing. Oh, there one definite beauty and two possibles. <laughs> he's a bit scaly. He's a he's a likely. I'd have said. Yeah, yeah. Evening, right. sheriff. Oh, there one definite beauty, one likely and one suspected. Evening, there, sheriff. Don't want to take up much of your time or cause any trouble. Surely you're you're uh, trouble, your, huh? Uh, he glances back into the saloon. Reckon you're too late for that, so. 
hold hold up uh, Strontium Dog badge in one hand and a uh, picture of uh, T-Bone in the other. He nods as if this is not a surprise for him. And he spits out a plume of brown tobacco onto the floor, just missing Giorgio's left boot. Uh, huh. he Could be worse. Could have missed, just missed your left knee. <laughs> I were to say it, I don't want no trouble in this town, but a bit late for that. I take it uh, this is the uh, individual responsible? Certainly is. Certainly is. It's, I, I don't know how I'd respond to this in this idiom. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. Hello, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I say, <laughs> see the Jimmy or Foghorn Lego. I thought he was drifting into Mister Magoo, actually. But you know. I thought he was going for Jimmy. I, it was, I think he was Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. You better come out. Let's do that. Talk to the boss. The boss. Okay. I say he waves you through the the saloon doors. You go through, and there is um, it's a uh, there's a bar against one wall. It's a large, wide open space. There's wooden stairs. There are Big mirror. There would have been a big mirror. It is shattered. There are bits of glass all over the floor. Um, there is a burn mark to the side of the mirror, um, and there are there is blood stain, and there is a uh, there is a body on one of the tables. His, his face has been covered by a cloth, and there is a man looking over him, um, a tall, thin man who also has a star on his his waistcoat. Um. I don't know why I said it like that. Is that a thing people say? Yeah. Yeah, Westcott. I like it. It's actually how I say it. That's not really how you would say it. In... I should just say what they like because you're on a planet. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's away from that. No, it's an 18th century Buckinghamshire or something, but um, possibly not so much on the kind of western frontier. You might. Westcott. Westcott. Anyway, it doesn't matter because this is all in a monologue for you, champ. So it doesn't matter how you say it. Just you're in a monologue. Unfortunately, sounds rather like me. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell you that. Um, he, he lifts his head up. Who who you let in, dog? Some people to see you, Marshal. My voice got a lot deeper. <laughs> Must be the Doppler effect. Um, okay. <laughs> very philosophical and scientific, gentlemen. What is the... Um, search and destroy, Marshal. Gather you got something needs to be searched for and destroyed. Stronies, huh? Well, normally you'd be out welcome in my town as a, a pig with herpes. But right now I might welcome just... That, eh? Ah, it reminds <laughs> me of home. <laughs> right now, I need all the help that I can get. Well, we'll see what helps we can provide. You, uh... Your man here tells us that uh, T-Bone is the individual behind this. Uh, I take it he's not in town right at this minute. Are you waving the the warrant as well? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the fella. Couldn't miss him. Uh, except, of course, my boss could. See, I'm the deputy, or I was until about an hour ago. Deputy Nut, pleased to meet you. Oh, damn. Well, I guess I'm now marshal. <laughs> Marshall P. Nutt. Yeah, P's my first name, that's right. Oh, Marshall isn't your first name? No, right? no, I'm not some kind of comedy <laughs> character, boy. No, no, I don't know what came over me. 
Um, see, we'd heard this gentleman was in town. Where are you? Where am I? I'm right here, boy. Did I just popped out? <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's, a, there's an awkward silence for a moment or two. Um, tell you, my boss, check the wanted poster, because this fella, he was making up awful, awful fuss in the bar. Talking about how he was wrong and how he was going to set us all right. How he was going to make sure no one was ever going to be imprisoned on this planet again. I don't know what he's talking about. We got to float in prison. You know, better around the moon, so. Yeah, I don't think it's you people he's talking about. Anyway. Any idea which way he went? Certainly do, sir. He's holed up in that abattoir down at the end of town. How poetic. My boss... Came in to arrest him, got himself killed. Him and the bartender. Any idea how many crew there are in the abattoir? Well, uh, we were on a light shift. It's just after harvest, as we call it. So I was down to a skeleton crew. Um, but there had been a shipment of bovoids arriving um, just before young fella arrived. I'll tell you what happened. Because uh, I got it kind of planned out in my head, um, is that the marshal came to arrest him. He got shot. This T-bone fella. Well, he took some hostages. I tell you what, it was a nice little flourish, wasn't it? I mean, I don't like to be self-congratulatory, but no, particularly not mid-flow, as it does sound almost as if you've kind of uh, distracted yourself. I have. Um, where was I? Um, and I'll You're tell flourishing. you what. Um, he killed the bartender, took her husband and her daughter, and one of these patrons here hostage. Took him up to the abattoir and demanded free passage out of here. And but he only just uh, got here. Yeah, well, he may not mean off planet. He knew they was onto him. You see. We was outside. We was going to take him back. We saw there was a reward. This town could use a reward. But now I think this town could use the cause of the problem being taken elsewhere. Right now, sir, I've made much obliged to that. But i got to ask you, son. The, the bartender's husband, his daughter, her daughter. Uh, we, we got to make sure their daughter. We don't judge. Shoot. Just bring him back safe, will you, son? I can't offer you much kind of reward. And I'd heard stories about the morals of you, you people. But if you're good people, if you're decent people, you do a decent thing. Well, I can promise you that uh, we won't upset your expectations on us. Okay. Out of the thing. Just, I need to kind of figure that out now. Hang on. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Hey, come in here, dog. I've got to talk this through. It's complicated philosophical. Let's uh, <laughs> go and scope out this ambassador then, should we? Sorry, do we just nuke it? Does, it, does anybody you not have. hear that conversation? <laughs> does anybody have ridiculous levels, com- levels of computer skill? None at all. Does yeah. anyone have any levels of computer skill? Same answer. 
because like most, I mean, really, I... <laughs> I I'm just thinking that you know the, the the 2000 AD way of solving this would be turn on the abattoir at top speed. Hmm. I don't know if that's going to involve a lot of computing skills because generally in 2008 there'd just be like a switch or a button that did that. A big as, as you yeah. look up the road to the abattoir, you can see now uh, there are pens, there are a few quadrupeds, cow-like creatures wandering about outside. Uh, not that many, though. When you say they, wandering about, you mean actually where they're supposed to be? They're, they're penned up. in. They're right. penned in at the minute. Um, always good. That, always good that the mad, yeah the uh, mad cows, yeah carnivorous mad cows. Let's get let's be more precise about this. Um, are actually penned in and away from the children. As you look, there are a few. I mean, the building is surrounded Unless it's a petting um, by three or four. What kind of petting zoo has carnivorous cows? <laughs> <in it? laughs> by the way, did you see that story about the people who stole a uh, shark from an aquarium? Yes, yeah, they, they, the they dressed it as a baby. And put it in a pram, yeah. Having clearly read far too much Lewis Carroll. Um, <laughs> I can no imagine someone, may, may I see your baby? It looks a bit unusual. They just immediately start crying. Oh, you're so cruel. <laughs> He's such an ugly baby. He's teething. Um, yeah, my, my favourite part of the whole story is the shark's called Helen. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay, why, so... Why are you pouring water on your baby mother? Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> are we getting some feedback from someone? I'm getting some feedback. Yeah. Uh, Mark, do I... you have a mobile phone near your microphone? Oh, possibly. Better? It's intermittent uh, anyway, but I've so far. You said better, so. Okay. Uh, right. Well, it's not happening now, so that's possibly better. Sorry, yes, yes it was actually directly underneath the microphone, so. Uh, that may have been the issue. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> Sorry, guys. All right. Um, all right. Any any thoughts on tactics? We need to find out where this guy is, whether he's in the same room as the hostages, whether there are any killer... Someone said tactics! This is beyond my wildest expectations. <laughs> we're just going to discuss it, and then we're going to nuke the place. Oh, right, OK. okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there, there there is always plan B. <sighs> Gee. Some, sometimes you just save time going straight to plan B. Right. He's inside the building, yeah? Can we work out where? Well, the people who are outside have got guns, and the, the uh, Marshal Nutt will inform you that they are what's remained of his deputy squad. I mean, there's only a few of them okay. there. So um, They're just making sure he doesn't come out. They have no plans of assaulting the place. Right, gentlemen. They have, have any, all the back which room, Well, we're here. Which room he might be in? Uh, well, it's not so many rooms in there really there's uh, large pens there's the the you know the slaughter matics and there's the the, the, the offices up above it's not really it's it's very open plan you know Ralph Bijou indeed <laughs> <laughs> we're very modern down here office is probably the place to go for isn't it um uh, I, I ain't got no blueprint for it, but I've been in there once. I'll tell you, it's it's kind of a wide open space. Then there's the central offices overlooking it. There's a tower leading up to that, or there's access through the roof, or there's walkways from the second floor. But people don't like to get down up close with the bovoids on account of them being cannibalistic, murderous cows. Yeah. yeah. Roof, and we've got a graph car. 
Well, the ceiling of the grav car is about two meters. If you it's rather like Luke. Oh well, if you are, and if do we have an expert mechanic amongst us? Funny you should mention that. I have mechanic zero. <laughs> that's as good as as experts in my book. I'm it down. That's good enough for me. <laughs> good um, old traveller. <laughs> um, that's going to be a lot easier the lighter this thing is. So the more of you in it. I'll get out. But you could give it a try, for sure. That's one option. Right, you work on that. I'm going to go and actually scout up to the place and Does see if I can peek in through a window. Do they have a ladder? Yes, they do, around the, around the outside of the building, for sure, but it's... Is yeah. it in plain view? Could it we, is. Could we, get, uh, could, we get, could we get... Are there any ladders that we could get close to without being spotted by... Come on, this is the future. It's got to be a grav ladder or something. <laughs> it's, it's a hydro ladder. Um, as uh, you as you approach the abattoir, you can see that there are large burn holes in the the corrugated walls, and mm-hmm. they roughly correspond to where the ladders were. There is now about ten. the 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 whole building is about probably ten meters tall, so quite quite big. Um, okay. And the, there's probably a, a two meter gap. In the three ladders, which which climb up to the roof. Right, uh, Blaze, you're you're incredibly intelligent. I understand. So I'm, told, so I'm told. To, I need you to do a rough uh, calculation for me. Uh, Marshall Nutt accompanies you up to the and explains that you are now in charge of the situation to the deputies. You look nervous and give you dirty looks as you're used to, um, but then acknowledge that you've got bigger guns. You look like you know what you're doing. I'll blow my kiss. Um Right, here's, here's essentially what I need then, Blaze, is to work out, roughly speaking, the direction of travel and rotation of the planet, and how long I'd need to set a time bomb for to move everyone within its radius just kind of outside the building, and uh, then you can take care of them out here. I thought traditionally it was... In, into into the unforgiving vacuum of space. Tia. That's why you see. That's why I'm. <laughs> that's I'm why you need more precise. That's when you not, speak the random spinner. Not kill everybody. You see. That's what I'm thinking. Not, it can be precisely set, but it needs not some. kill everybody. Yeah. Well, <laughs> more money. You see. So. If okay. We well, up, well, the quick set off a time bomb. They end up outside, hopefully on the first floor. The the quick version of that is noon or midnight. Um, but I meant like you know two or three seconds. But I guess that no, I mean that's the time of day you want to do it. So yeah, it moves them so. sideways rather than up or down. Hmm. So you'd have to wait until so you're past noon. No, that's that's we can't wait. To it wait. was quite a high in it. I mean, you can do it. That would be a complicated equation, but it's it's certainly not impossible. Okay. Um, I mean, the radius of a T, but I haven't actually looked it up. From the comics, it's about, I don't know, a metre Q, a, a metre uh, sphere, isn't it? Two metres no, sphere? It's more like two, maybe three. Yeah, something so... along those lines. So enough to have two people standing quite close together, probably. Uh, that sort of radius. Always exciting, I feel, when you throw it in. Basically, it all comes through and it all works fine. Apart from the fact you have half of a little girl. 
<laughs> uh, three meters in diameter. This is why I'm going to try and see where everybody is before I lob it in there. So, I mean, if if you've got time, it's not actually that difficult to preset coordinates for somewhere. We've got time. Yeah. Oh, dear. I mean, I say it's not actually that difficult. It's hard to know without a practical demonstration, but you can. We could uh, see if you manage to set it, Blaze. You are a smart cookie. Well, all I would be doing is setting it for like three seconds. And the, the problem is the planet is moving at something like, you know, 100,000 miles an hour. Yeah, or, you know, a second or whatever. This is why I was checking with our clever colleague so that they know which direction he's going to basically appear in. Well, if he wants to do it, it would be a special weapons intelligence role. Or you could have a go. Well, I can provide the intelligence, but not the spec. Oh, actually, I do have special weapons. You do uh, have special weapons. Special weapons as well. So uh, John can help you. If, you. if you want to make a roll, John, just to explain uh, the workings of the rolled a six, but I have plus two on that, so I've made an eight. So that'll be a plus one to you, Roger. Okay, I've got a plus two from intelligence, plus one from skill, plus what? Sorry, plus. What was my bonus you just said just now? Plus, plus one. one. So plus four total. Uh, a roll of nine is thirteen. You're very confident. Where where do you want them to come out? Or where um, do you want whoever appears? Ideally, I'd like them, I'd like them to land. Um, you know, kind of in a heap. Sort of in front of where the deputies are, really. Just let now, everybody, everybody know this is the plan. Because of the way space works, those coordinates will work probably for the next hour or so. Longer than that, it's going to get fuzzier and fuzzier where they actually turn up. So yeah, basically, well, it's... About, about point zero zero one five seconds. Yeah, great. Okay, so not get to that. Um, right, so let's uh, dash across the wall, see if we can get a look in and see where they are. Okay, um, what what time is it, by the way? Have we got time for an assault on an abbot? Or... 9 fucking 19, apparently, according to my watch. 9 fucking 90. Um, it might... I mean, we're not going to squeeze this into 10 minutes, probably a final assault on the abbot. Not, not unless I do a, a spectacularly good throw with this thing. <laughs> that, that would rather short-circuit it all for you, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, that's what you're there. I mean, you are the guys with the special weapons. So yeah, no, I think you, you might be right. It might be... Um... Yeah. More of a. It's probably a good point as you're just about to assault the abattoir, uh, so to speak, to, to have a, a brief break. It's got to be the last session next week, surely. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not around for the next two weeks, I'm afraid, guys. Okay. So feel free to carry on without me and let me know how you get on. Okay. Well, we could probably. Because I think leaving it three weeks for a fairly short game is probably a bit long, so we'll probably hmm. finish off next week anyway, if that's okay. all right with yeah, you, Mark. Might, might start a bit of character generation, or maybe even do a short <laughs> short uh, scenario until <laughs> Mark gets back. Yeah, okay, cool. Watson Hall time. Um, yeah. yeah, I reckon there's about an hour, an hour left in this pony. Right. Fair enough. I've got, I've got to decide what accent to focus on next. Yeah, you see, <laughs> how, how, is, how is Mr. Cowhead going to sound? That's the thing. I, oh, I've got that plan. Oh, have mm. you? <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> uh, right. Well, good night, everyone. Okay, Thanks see you next time. Thank you, my intergalactic alien friends, uh, mutant friends, and we'll, yeah, we will round this up next week and Probably half a session and then take it from there. 
Okay, see you, Rod. Lovely cool. to see you all. Bye. Okay, cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.